Welcome to Visit Bentonville's podcast, A New American Town. As always, we're coming to you from Haxton Road Studios off the beautiful Bentonville Square, and I'm your host, Alan Woody. Joining me in the studio today, we have Luke Wetzel and Molly Mullins from Oven and Tap. Luke, you're the executive chef there. Molly, you're the operator. How do those two things, uh, I mean, obviously you're front of house, you're dealing with the guests like me, the pains. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're creating wonder in the kitchen, correct, Luke? Yes, doing my very best. So tell me a little bit about the concept of oven and tap. Where did that, I mean, it seems pretty simple, oven, <laughs> beer, right? So where did that originate and, and what got you interested in, in, in that? Well, I do think the concept um, was was really derived from, a, from my experience in California. And I was working at a restaurant out there called Chez Panisse. Um, that's been going for about 50 years and they were really the pioneers of seasonal, uh, simple cooking. And I just, that, you know, set me on fire. And so moving back to Arkansas as an Arkansas native, that was, um, you know, the driver of the concept to introduce that style of cooking and also make my job easier and highlight local producers that grow beautiful produce or raise beautiful livestock and then put it together and kind of, you know, be that conversation from the farmer to the guest. And that's that's the that's the idea. Yeah. around Oven and Tap. Yeah, Oven and Tap gives us a platform and a stage, if you will, to kind of show off the things, the bounty, our local and regional right. bounty. I love that. And so when you, because it's easy to put a menu out there that just, we got sauce, we got pizza, we got cheese, whatever. <laughs> uh, that doesn't really evoke a lot of passion. No. But when you talk about even just the wood oven, I can already smell your crust, yeah. right? Like I, it's in my head already. So how does the season affect you? What kind of different options can I get? What kind of different things are you making in as the seasons change? Uh, sure. I mean, I think right now, some, the Arkansas summer is the highlight of, of the growing I mean, it's seasons. gotta be. Like, yeah, it's, it's all it's out in, now. Oh, right. And it's in full swing. So it's like, we're so lucky because we are a region of the country that does have four full seasons. So do here's, here's kind of my, do you, as a chef, because I like to cook and when I go to the supermarket or I go to the farmer's market, especially, and I see some weird Japanese <laughs> vegetable, right? it fires me up to use it. Sure. And I generally fail. Like <laughs> I don't generally sure. I use it well, but it I get fired up about new stuff. So yeah. when you're looking at fresh seasonal produce for your oven and tap restaurant, what fires you up, Luke? What what do you when you're walking through and you're like, oh, look at that? We got we can do that. Well, I mean, I think right now the tomatoes, and yeah. I think you know I'm I've already eaten enough tomatoes where I'm about to turn into a tomato. Right. We wait on them. You know, we are very disciplined with that. We only serve these tomatoes in the restaurant at the high of the season in the summer. So no other time can you get there and have tomatoes. And I don't enjoy them other any other time except summer. So that's something that I. I wait on, you know, those, that's also including uh, peaches and blueberries and all these things that, uh, that they come whoa, together whoa, 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 on whoa. a plate. Wait, we're peaches and blueberries. We oh were just gosh. talking about pizza. Well, I mean, you have to have dessert. You guys switching it up on me. <laughs> or peaches on pizza. Or peaches on pizza. Oh. Or on a salad. 
But, okay. but right now, stone Whoa. fruit and blueberries are at the peak of their season. And so, I mean, the one of our farmers... Stone Neil, fruit? Stone fruit. So peaches, nectarines. Okay. Um, something with pits. Something with a pit. Yes, exactly. I just learned something today. There you go. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. Here's, now, here's another tip. So this is what I did on 4th of July. I went to this pool party full of um, people that love to cook and love to eat. And I just took a cooler full of ice water and plunged local ANA peaches peaches into the ice water Perfect. and got to the party, flipped the top up and everyone just dug in. The ice water's refreshing and we just crushed peaches on the patio. It's amazing. Oh, but talk about awesome. simplicity, right? Yeah. yeah. And that that's the interesting thing I think um, when we talk about restaurants. I love restaurants, but the best chefs keep it simple. Yes. When you, if even if you watch great cooking shows, if you're watching Gordon Ramsay, and yeah, I'm really waiting for him to to kill his sous chef. That's what I really want to see. <laughs> but when he actually talks about the recipes that he's making, it's four or five ingredients yeah. just done perfect. Yeah. So when you you've made the oven the center of your restaurant, you've got the tap surrounding it, and you're you're making pizza and these beautiful desserts as well and, and you're just coming up with them as you are inspired that has to be an amazing way to live well i think we're just like a pair of wannabe italian grandmothers that, <laughs> that it's can, really true you <laughs> use like four ingredients and just make an amazing meal i got the tomato yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, so Luke cut his teeth on one of the world's greatest restaurants. Like Luke learned to cook from a, the pioneer of the farm-to-table movement in the United States. Her name is Alice Waters. And um, she was very uh, adamant on keeping things simple. Like, let's not overcomplicate things. Let's keep things um, in their true form and not overly manipulated and find ways to highlight those ingredients so that they truly get to shine. And I think that that is something that Luke has committed to doing at Oven and Tap. And as our executive chef, you see that time and time again through our dishes. They're playful ways of expressing those foods, but it's it remains true to the core that it is a simple um, expression of like of that ingredients at its greatest or at its, at its peak. Mm-hmm. So right now we have an eggplant dish on the mm. menu. It's a vegetarian option, but it's outstanding. I mean, it's a combination of eggplant and peppers and a little sweetness from some rehydrated raisins. And to me, it is the embodiment of summer. My, I mean, we could throw a tomato on there and I feel like it would be like... <laughs> I mean, you won. <laughs> yeah. You have me at tomato. Yeah, right, right. But I mean, that I think that's what we're looking for and that's what sure. we do. We've done for almost eight years. So I guess over, a little over eight years. Who's like yeah. your favorite musician? And I'm going somewhere with this. It's oh, not gosh. just name somebody you really like. It shouldn't be hard. It's not a debate. That's like asking me what my favorite thing to cook is. Well, it's, I was going to get there. It's an impossible question. Okay, who do you really like? <laughs> Just name somebody you really like, somebody famous. Man, you go, Luke. I have no idea. Okay, Mark Hamill, Luke, Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. Okay, I love him. Maybe you don't. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that for time's sake. Go ahead. Luke Skywalker comes into your restaurant. He's like, hey, I'm not even going to read the menu, Luke. You tell me what I need to have. What are you making for Luke Skywalker mm. today with the, you know, what's available? today i definitely think um there will be a few iterations of tomatoes let's just talk yeah. about tomatoes more so yes let's do to to open the meal um 
sli- fresh sliced or uh, wedged heirloom tomatoes. Yes. I think incorporate some peaches. Mm-hmm. Um, With the tomatoes? Yes. Oh, so cool. A grip, or we call it lots of basil, torn over the top. Maybe some dill. Some Almost dill. like a caprese? Yes. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you are Italian tra- grandmothers. <laughs> in less in less <laughs> traditional. So definitely. Um instead of mozzarella, maybe we tear some broad over there, which is to me um, you know, I think it translates to butter. But it's a style of mozzarella that is amazing. Oh, it's and then, like once you have it, you'll never turn back. You will want it on everything. All we need after that is a simple vinaigrette, maybe garlic, red wine, vinegar, and olive oil, salt. I think that'll definitely more, more keep him more on the light salt side. and pepper, and then we're we're done. So that's okay. that's just the first part of it. Yeah, awesome. and then um, after that, you know, I think that firing up a pizza, maybe just a margarita again with tons of basil, um, and then flanking it with our roasted eggplant. Yeah, I think so. Would be an amazing meal, mm. and then to finish it, a. a scoop of vanilla ice cream with a little olive oil and sea salt. And sea salt, absolutely. What? Yeah. Vanilla ice cream and olive oil and sea salt. Yes. Woody, after My this, brain we're going to go get some. exploding. Oh. Like just. Oh, it's, it's perfect. We should walk across the street and try it. It's amazing. Or, or the chocolate. We could do chocolate or vanilla. No, I've had chocolate. I have but, never had olive oil and sea salt. But I mean, it's got to be olive oil and sea salt. Amazing. You could do them both. Man, I feel like I owe you something. <laughs> I'm going to cry a little bit. I'm getting very emotional about the we food. We can talk about that later. Yeah. So. Obviously, the the menu changes. It's according to what's in season, and it's going to be beautiful, delicious, and inspiring. What's the experience like when I walk into Oven and Tap? What am I walking into? What can I look forward to? Obviously, Molly's going to treat me really good. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you're walking in, and it's kind of a bustling, fun, lively atmosphere. Like Luke said, like the oven is the center point of the restaurant. So it's kind of the pulse and the heartbeat. And when you walk in, it is ripping. It is like eight or 900 degrees, which to me sets the tone. Like we're here to have fun. It's going to be a wonderful experience. One of the things that I really love about Oven and Tap is that it can be, it's multifaceted. It can be the place that you come and have lunch, that you have, we have a gentleman who comes every week and has a different pizza you know, in and out. It can be the place for a celebration. It can be a place for a first date. It's where you have your rehearsal dinner. I just think that we offer so much. I like to go after my bike rides. Yeah, Luke comes. I'm sorry, I forgot. I don't bike, but everybody in this town bikes. Plugging a bike. It's a a secret that you and I have together. (laughs) Yes. I I mean, I have a bike only because Luke gave me one. He basically was like, you have to get on a bicycle. I I acquired golf clubs much the same way. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey, you got to try this. Okay. Uh, Or after a bike ride. Sure. I mean, I I think that it's, we want it to be whatever people want it to be. Isn't that the mark of a really good establishment at all? Yeah. Is whatever you need it to be. Yeah, absolutely. Which is really cool. I think my passion in this is I also, like we said earlier, I started in the kitchen. um, And so Luke was actually my boss and mentor. um, And I was really inspired by the way he saw food and the way like his just his kind of theories and purpose around food and the way he wanted to present food to the world he had me at tomatoes and peaches i'm right? not gonna lie i know like, i was like i know i basically was like sorry you're opening a restaurant you have to do it with me I was, <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a choice it's good to make rules yeah yeah right like i'm gonna be there but especially ones you don't have to follow that benefit you it's exactly. like 
playing with your big brother. No, exactly. But I think, you know, from that relationship, we both kind of decided that we wanted Oven and Tap to be something fun, something that all people could enjoy, all walks of life could enjoy. Everyone is welcome there. And it had that bustling atmosphere. Um, we have a rule that after eight o'clock we pay we play nineties um, hip hop. Nice, you know, because it just levels up. The You've vibe. got to have some iced tea. Yes, yes. If you're gonna eat and you're drink some right. iced tea, yes. But like yes. while the food is serious and the hospitality is serious, we want the atmosphere to be fun to like be a those, good time. Yeah, that's yeah. important to us. And and does that because I do think the restaurant scene in Bentonville is exceptionally strong. Yeah, and. It, it has to be tough to compete, sure. but it also has to be kind of awesome and inspiring to be part of that community. Am, am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and what about that, other than just the competition, do you find that inspiring or does it make you want to work harder or just have more fun? Just the overall climate of restaurants and foodieism in, in Bentonville. Well, you know, we love to to eat, so it's easy to visit our our friends. We're all friends in the right. in the square, so easy to, easy for us to go to the restaurant and enjoy food. But the thing you know that Molly and I um, really work on and and strive to is to keep learning and learning how to improve something in the restaurant every single day, or you know, um, kind of grow our staff and grow our own skill set, and so by everyone kind of you know cooking or executing at the level they are it challenges us to keep growing and that's what we're really after and so that this arena is is magical to us yeah it really is cool too because i think your style of cooking i have you know the the fresh food the farm to table food i think that that requires an open mind because if you're just going to a restaurant, I want a steak. I want a piece of chicken. I want that. Like, that's not what you do. Instead, it's more like I'm going to this restaurant. I want you to impress me. Yeah. Do something I didn't see. It requires a bit more of an open mind. And have you noticed that since, you know, restaurants, chefs, that industry has been more glamorized over the course of the past decade, I think, than ever. Have you noticed that that's increased open-mindedness and made your jobs a little easier, if not more satisfying? Or has it made it as everybody Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> well, I think it's a mixed bag. You know, you, it, you'll get both wherever you are. But like we were saying earlier, Bittenville is a town of innovators. I mean, that's how this got, how we got put on the map. <laughs> and so there's a level of expectations that I think all of these restaurants and restaurateurs and um, chefs are trying to hold themselves to. And, you know, whether it's the Gordon Ramsay or this open-mindedness. And I think that that comes with innovation is having the ability. And it, those two things go hand in hand is remaining open-minded. At the beginning of Oven and Tap, we had four pizzas on the menu. Four. And now we have 12. Yeah. That sounds about right. Maybe a little Says more. Says the chef. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I guess that just goes to show is like you have to be able to be open-minded, to to transition, to evolve, and to maintain relevancy in a community where food is important. It is a part of our culture here. Mm -hmm. And in order to like kind of keep up with the Joneses, in a sense, you've got to be able to say, okay, I see these people are pivoting in that way. And the community is responding to that. Like we need to be able to do the same thing. And like Luke said, our, we're constantly trying to learn 
how to evolve and grow into better members of the community. Yeah. And I think we've, our message, you know, from, you know, we'll say farm to table um, has remained consistent Yeah, and we've just, you know, kind of chosen different vessels to do that, but we have a lot of fun teaching um, both, you know, cooks um, and servers about new ingredients they maybe have not seen before, new techniques, and then sharing that story with the guests. I mean, I really, I think that um, that's part of the excitement for everyone is being able to, to share that message or tell that story with the guests and also, you know, learn new things yourself. And I, it just creates, um, you know, a very energetic environment that yeah. everyone enjoys. Can't wait to get to work. Can't wait to serve the food. Yeah. Can't wait to see the reactions of the people who are loving it. Right. I mean, that's what we're doing it for is like, we want to share our passion with people and want people to have the same reaction that we do when we bite into a juicy tomato with peaches and lots of basil and burrata, you know, now like I'm hungry <laughs> burrata. I'm going to have to learn more about that burrata and this, uh, olive oil, <laughs> salt, ice cream. I've got to admit I'm fired up about it. You guys got me all kinds of excited today. Well, I very much appreciate it. How have some of the visit Bentonville events and things helped you guys and, and benefited you guys in your restaurant? It, well, it's hard to keep up. I mean, I, you <laughs> know, really I think we broke Truly. out a calendar and we we're like, you know, we still missed a few things. So I think that, um, the, the lineup at events has been incredible. I think it, it creates a huge positive impact on all of downtown yeah. um, and the surrounding areas. And yeah. so, well, um, and in, in addition to that, they find ways to support each restaurant and each chef or each team individually you know recently we had an opportunity for a group a chef's knife group out of la who came to bentonville and worked with with another one of our you know colleagues in the community but they get reached across the aisle if you will and we're like hey we want to come to your restaurant and shoot some some footage there cool. as well so it wasn't just about one chef it was about our community as a whole and i think that's what embodies visit bentonville so much is it's not like hey, we're going to promote one person or promote one thing. Like, we're here to make this community together. Yeah, better. so many things to yeah. get excited about. So there's so many opportunities for us, which yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, and I think um, even, you know, if we talk about either Walmart vendors visiting town from other places, and that holds true to these events that Visit Bentonville has yeah. led, that we're meeting people from all different parts of the country and exchanging stories or just getting to know one another, and that you know, I think it's just, it's electric and yeah. mm -hmm. they, you know, if they come back, I don't know that, that kind of friendship to me is, is, is invaluable. And that's an opportunity that arises during all these events. Very cool. I really appreciate that. And, you know, as a podcast host, occasionally we have to delve into uncomfortable situations. And I know you guys weren't necessarily prepared for that, but I'd like to get to this right now. Does pineapple go on pizza? <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, you almost gave me a heart attack there. Um, <laughs> I know. That was my whole you, uh... goal. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I didn't know so, if you were that uncomfortable. Sorry. Uh, if, let's see if the, like, the Italian grandmother in me would say no. Okay. I'm listening to her. But, but, but oh, hold we... on. Yeah. But back to being open-minded uh, i was gonna go there you've got to be able to put yourself in a position and think about the 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 
likes and dislikes and the flavor profiles of other people. And it's not just the Italian grandmother that we're serving. And full disclosure, Oven and Tap has had many pineapple pizzas on the menu. Have. <laughs> so the answer, I'm going to go with yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. pineapple can go on a pizza. Arguably, yes. We've you, answered I mean, that question. So peaches. Like, that's the, that's the Do you beauty. have a peach pizza? We, we don't right tonight. now. <laughs> Great answer, Luke. Thank you so for much. For you, we will. Guys, I have truly enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. thank you for having us. And thank you to everyone listening. Be sure to stop by Oven and Tap soon. If you're visiting Bentonville, it's got to be one of your dinner destinations anytime you're in Northwest Arkansas. So thank you for listening. Remember, you can catch all of the New American Town podcast episodes on streaming channels, following our social platforms, or going to visitbentonville.com. Don't forget to follow Visit Bentonville's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. We have tons of exciting events coming to Bentonville this year. Check out our event calendar. Plan your trip today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>